Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Welcome to Foul Tips, the all baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Listen in as Brent gives his views on the world of baseball from the big leagues to the minor leagues to little league. Foul Tips is also home of the Rick Award. And we are part of the Belly Up Network. So sit back, grab a beer, and let's get into it. It's time for Foul Tips, the all baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, brought to you today by Manscaped. Uh, today I'll be talking about how Major League Baseball and the Yankees should uh, handle Aaron Judge's chase of Roger Maris's home run record. Notice I said Maris's home run record. I'll till then uh, give my review on the last couple episodes of The Captain, the uh, Derek Jeter uh, documentary. I uh, caught up on a few of those over the uh, last couple of days. Uh, and then to wrap up the show, we'll talk about the greatness that was Vin Scully. Uh, so sit back. Grab a beer, and as always, let's get into it. So Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees is at 43 home runs with 55 games to go to catch a Roger Maris for the Yankee record and to uh, break the, the uh, American League record. Notice I didn't say the Major League record, the American League record of 61 home runs set in uh, 1961, like I said, by Roger Maris um, at Yankee Stadium. Uh the major league record, as we all know, was 73 set by Barry Bonds in uh, 2001. Um, whether you like it or not, it's still a record in the record books. Whether you believe the uh, the, the cream he was using and everything else that was going on in the uh, the steroid era of baseball, if those records should be abolished or not, they're they're not as of right now. They they probably won't be. Um, they are. It is a record. The it's uh, he demolished the record that McGuire and Sosa. Uh, went on the chase in in ninety eight. That was that that great summer that brought baseball back to uh, to relevance again. The uh, when they when they both beat Maris's record in that great summertime uh, duel that they had that uh, was just fun to watch. And it, like I said, it brought baseball back from the the lockout of ninety five or whatever year that was ninety four. Um, it was it was fun. It was great. Uh, it was steroid and, and Andrelstein Dione in, in, infused and cork bats and live baseballs and the whole bit allegedly, um, but that, it's a thing. Uh, earlier this week, I put a Twitter poll up at uh, underscore 
1420 and asking about what Major League Baseball should do to um, should do with the uh, the judge uh, case and that or the, the judge uh, home run chase. And basically, I, I asked 61. They're 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 going to promote the hell out of it and nothing because 73 is the record. Uh, it was a really close vote. We got over 190 votes on this one, which is big for us. Now, I don't understand why people don't vote on Twitter Twitter polls. You're doing the same thing. You're just scrolling through and you can hit it. It's really quite easy. Anyways, uh, 56.3 of the people said that they shouldn't do anything until he gets to uh, pass bonds or t- towards bonds. I don't. That's a pretty big number. That's 73. He'd have to hit uh, what is it? 30 in the last 55 games. Could he do it? Yeah. Anything can happen. You never know. But I I I think that's a rather large record. I think that Major League Baseball and the Yankees should promote just the American League record and beating the Yankee record of, of Maris and, uh, and his 61. It's still New York. It's still the Yankees. It's still the American League record. It's all of those things. It is a opportunity for uh, the Yankees to sell T-shirts and to sell hats and to sell memorabilia like they, they do in no one's business. I mean, I was at Yankee Stadium in 03 when Mariano was retiring. I was there in 04 when Jeter retired. Or, or, 14, or 13 or 14, sorry, not 03 and 04. Geez, I'm dating myself all of a sudden, losing my marbles here, but it was 13 and 14. And they sell everything. They find a way to promote and sell and hawk everything. So this would be a big opportunity for them to sell a lot more stuff. And they promote it, just promote it as the American League record and the Yankee record, which a lot of people still think is the Major League Baseball record because of the way Maris did it in comparison to how Barry Bonds and McGuire and Sosa did it. Uh, in, in their respective years, I think that's what they'll do. It's um, it's a big thing. It's a huge thing. It's still a, it's still like I said. It's still the Yankees. Um, the biggest thing here that might be a, a bit odd for the Yankees is if they do promote it, and he does come close, and they're selling T-shirts and selling hats, and when they're starting to sell tickets in in September, which uh, when football's starting to take over. And everything else, when they start doing it like that, do they want him to do it? Because, like I said, he is in a contract year. He turned down that massive deal uh, the uh, the day on uh, just minutes before opening day. It got let out by Cashman that they weren't that he did, wasn't going to sign the contract. They gave out the numbers that, that he uh, he rejected. Do the Yankees actually want him to get it? Because if he gets it, they have no choice but to sign but to sign Judge. I said in a show a while ago that the Yankees need need Judge just as much as, as Judge needs the Yankees, and this could hold true both ways. If if he does get it, the Yankees can't let this guy go because it'll be an MVP season. It'll be the home run record the whole bit. They can't let him go. Judge won't have the same opportunities in other markets, I don't think, maybe in San Francisco, maybe in L.A., but they aren't going to give him that kind of money. Um Maybe he can market himself as the home run king. I, I don't know, but being a Yankee and the home run king and playing the string there would would uh, pat pat his pocketbook to no end with the, the endorsements he would get. So I don't know. Um, Major League Baseball could use this to try if to try to get him at least the American League record. They could try to promote it for the and, and it'll kind of get rid of the steroid thing. They won't talk about it as much. I mean, it's starting to fade away now, and stats don't matter as much. But the home run home runs are cool still, man. 
home runs are and records are even records are cool. And remember that chicks dig the long ball, so it'll bring a lot of people. Remember those commercials back in the day? Chicks dig the long ball. Was it Glavin and and Smoltz talking about that? How they weren't getting any respect. They're the greatest pitchers uh, going back in those Braves championships years. But it would be great if he got there. The closest anybody's came to the record was his uh, now teammate Giancarlo Stanton when he got 59 uh, in 2017 before he came to the Yankees when he was with the uh, Miami Marlins, the Florida Marlins, wherever they were back then. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I think they'll they'll promote the hell out of it. I hope he he, he gets it. I think he's going to get 63 personally. I think that's where he that's where he's going to get. Um, it's going to sell tickets in New York if he gets close. I think he needs to get seven or eight. We're on August 6th now. I think he needs seven or eight this month to get to to uh, get to 50. And you never know how many games he's going to play, how much sitting time he's going to do because the Yankees are still 10 and a half up, which that lead is starting to shrink a little bit because they haven't been playing very good baseball as of late. So it's going to be interesting to see what what, what he can get. Um, pitching gets a little bit tougher in August. The dog days of August, you, you start to wear down a little bit. He's a, still a big body. He's playing a lot more this year. He hasn't been injured, knocking, knocking on the proverbial wood here. Um, so let's hope that he can keep going and, and, and stay strong and the Yankees can can uh, hold on to that big lead that I've said before they're going to need once it comes to playoff time because uh, the Houston Astros, they loaded up at the deadline. They got they got better. They picked up Trey Mancini. They, they, got, they took care of a first base position that they weren't getting a lot of um, offense from. They they picked up a new catcher. They're 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 rolling, and they got a good team. Uh, the Yankees showed this week they 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 have they struggle against good good pitching. So who knows how much Judge's going to play down the stretch? Who who knows how much the Yankees are going to let him play? Because who knows if they want him to get the home run record? Because of the contract demands will go up. Like I said, yeah, they want to win, but championships usurp all personal personal goals and personal um, achievements. And so do they, do they want him to get it? If it helps the team win, probably. But if they're going to make the playoffs regardless and win the division, do they need him to get it? That's another question that's got to be asked. Um, I think he'll get it. I think he's going to be at about, like I said, I think he'll get to 63 just because of 12 more home runs to uh, or, or 10 more home runs or 20 more home runs. Sorry, geez, my math's bad on a Saturday morning. I kind of got into her last night on my birthday on uh, August 5th. We'll talk about that in a second. But anyways, uh, he'll get it. He'll get to 63. He's got uh, 19 to go to 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 get to 62, I think he gets 63, like I just said, and he'll go from there. And it's going to help sell tickets in the Bronx. People better start getting their tickets now and, and start loading up on, on the, the remaining home games, especially in the mid, middle to late September when it's going to be there. In fact, why, I just thought of this. Why don't you go to SeatGeek.com right now and use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and get some tickets now for the Yankee games late uh, late in the season because they're going to be a tough, a tough ticket to get uh, once uh, they get there. He's going to get it. Buy your T-shirts, buy your hats, all this, and, and enjoy it. Because I know I enjoyed the, the one in 98. We all knew that there was something fishy going on, but it was a fun fun thing to watch. I think that's one thing that this one doesn't have. Uh, the judge kind of is going going for it on his own. Like back in 61, you had Mantle and, and Maris going for it together to beat Roof's record. And then in, in 98, you had you had Sosa and McGuire going for it. So they were not only just you know trying to catch the, the record, they were going against each other. And then uh, McGuire took off at the end there and hit three home runs the last day or whatever it was. But this one only has Judge. So it's not going to have the same the same push to it, but it's still, it's still going to be interesting in my eyes to get it. He's going to get it, but make sure you go to Yankee Stadium and watch. I, I'm going uh, in two weeks. Today I'll be there, actually. I'm looking forward to it. We got the Jays there. And then we're going to, to a uh, Subway Series game. 
And then we got a Billy Joel show to go to uh, to uh, to cap off the ends. Uh, she's going to kill me for saying this. Her 40th birthday, the uh, the producer is turning 40. So we're going to head to New York uh, and uh, enjoy that. So anyways, be sure to get your tickets at uh, SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. And use promo code 1420POD. I wasn't going to use this one, but I, cause I got a Manscaped thing to read. I got to get on, but might as well use it for the SeatGeek one. And uh, get your tickets and, and watch Aaron Judge set the home run record. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Podcast is happy to be teamed up with Newsly. Newsly transcribes web articles from around the globe and reads them directly to you. Keep your eyes on the road or on the game with Newsly. Newsly also carries podcasts from 40 countries around the globe, including the 1420 Sports Podcast. Download the Newsly app for all your Android and iOS devices today at www.newsly.me or click on the link in today's show description. And be sure to use the promo code 1420SPORTS, that's 1420SPORTS, for a free one-month premium subscription. Newsly, stop scrolling and start listening. Well, as I stated earlier, I uh, yesterday was my 40th birthday, or 48, Jesus, man, friend. My 48th birthday, uh, gave myself a little gift yesterday, uh, came down to the Yankee Tavern North here in Lethbridge, Alberta, and I turned on episodes four, five, and six. That we have a DVR. I wanted to say tape, like at a VHS or something, but we had DVR, and I had been uh, kind of busy on the field and everything else, and podcasts and blah blah going on. Um, so I watched, I watched all three of the episodes of the Captain, um, basically going from the 9/11 with the World Series that they won three in a row and everything else to the 9/11 um, 2001 World Series that they ended up losing, and um, which I still say is the greatest World Series I've ever. I've ever witnessed in my entire life, even though the Yankees lost the way the uh, the, the games were were going on and the uh, Joe, Joe Buck calling the games and the Yankees have done it again. And when Broch did his home run and uh, just all of it was great. Um, the the thing that I liked the most about it, about that, this part of it was how, you know, we've all known how the Yankees went down to the, uh, the, the World Trade Center site and they kind of gave a, a little bit of a boost to the the emotions and the, and the and the and the people down down there that needed a little uh, some help to get through those tough times. Uh, there was other people who were down there too, so I'm not saying it was just the Yankees. The Mets were there, and there were lots of celebrities and people that were like, "Hey, we're behind you here," and it was great to see. But so we'll get back to the uh, the baseball end of things. And the interview that I that I caught the most was when they were in the ninth inning of Game Seven, and the, they were up, and Mariano was on the mound, and it was automatic back then. And the Yankees, that's just how they played. And uh, it was a telltale sign of how great the Yankees were when Jeter was thinking that they they already won because it was it was it was done. And same with Mariano that they um, they just felt that it was over. And like you give me the ball a hundred times out of ninety nine times out of hundred, we're pulling that off. And they didn't. And the, the when Jeter was already thinking about the post game, the post game interviews he'd be giving talking to the media about winning the world series. And then when they didn't win, he said that one hurt. And I could see that would not just, not just because of what was going on in New York, but just the, the way they lost it all. 
uh, it was a, a great, great spot. And then they moved on to the 03 team that the, we all know the Aaron Boone uh, home run uh, to, to win in game seven and how they came back and the whole bit. And it was a phenomenal thing. And uh, they laughed about Don Zimmer getting thrown on the ground and Roger Clemens, uh, the whole, it was just really, it's really well done. Even if you're not a Yankee fan or you're not a Jeter fan, it's a, it's a part of baseball history that you can't deny and the way it was all, all brought up. And then they talked about the, uh, the relationship that not then, but a few other things, but they talked about, um, when Jeter joined the team, and even before that, when Jeter and uh, Jeter made some disparaging remarks about about uh, or A Rod made some disparaging remarks about Jeter and the contract and everything else, and that he wasn't as good and he wasn't this and he wasn't that, that Jeter wasn't the, the player that A Rod was and he wouldn't get the same contract. And then Jeter said, "Yeah, but we won," and that was the most important thing that you when, that you take away from from these uh, these interviews about the, the the will to win, the wanting to win, and everything else that, that the Yankees had. Not just Jeter, but the entire team. Uh, then A-Rod joined the team in 04, and then the the, the drama ensued like it always does. The They, they, they end up losing the – I wrote an article about it the, uh, for Belly Up, uh, the Belly Up uh, website, about the uh, that fateful night in, in 2004, that October night when Dave Roberts stole second base and, the, and everything changed. And the way the Red Sox came back and won that series, even with the Yankees up three games to, to nothing. And the ball that bounced over, and they broke it down, how the ball bounced over. And they might have won the Yankees would have won the World Series when the ball ground rule double ended up at Fenway Park. And it would have been anywhere else, but just there down the pesky pole and all that. We all know the story. Uh, and the drama that ensued with A-Rod, how they, they weren't close. They were teammates. And there was nothing that A-Rod could do that Jeter would they, they were teammates. They weren't friends. You could you, you get that that feeling from this documentary that A Rod wanted to be everything that Jeter was. He wanted to be friends with with, with Jeter, but you just knew that they weren't close. And that's one thing that that Jeter talked about later on in the show is he kind of wished he would have had more friends as teammates. But he he has this inner circle that uh, of of uh, people that that he trusts and he would he, he knew he could he could trust to go out with and they wouldn't say anything. Uh, he did squash the rumors about the gift baskets. They said that never happened. There was a funny part of that thing. Everybody knows the thing that people, if they went to Jeter's, some some girls that he may have picked up at a club or wherever, um, that they would go home. And when they left, they got a, like, they got a, a ride from whoever, the, the, the car service or whatever. They had a, a, a gift bag of signed souvenirs, baseballs and whatever, or they were at the front door and they could grab it on the way out. He said it never happened. There was a funny thing that the guy, a guy at a Starbucks said, "Hey Jeter, I'm doing this. I'm doing the uh, the gift basket things. I, I learned it from you." He goes, "You really think I did that?" It was quite funny. He was swearing. It was uh, done quite well. Uh, it gets into a uh, the biracial situation because Jeter is a uh, half black, half white. That parents, uh, Doctor Charles and his mom Dorothy, um, they're a biracial couple, and then they have a the biracial kid, and and uh, just it got into that. There was a uh, a comment by a guy by the name of Wallace Matthews that uh, Jeter's not anything. He's not he's not black. He's not white. He's just he's not anything. And then Jeter's like, "What the hell is that?" He, he started swearing at the at the camera about this. Um, it's done just well. It's done so well. They talk about how they won the when the world won the World Series again in 09 when they got CC. How Jeter um, kind of needed that guy to push and bring the team together because. When Steinbrenner got involved, this is George I'm talking, not Hal, after the Yankees started losing World Series and not, not making it to World Series, uh, Steinbrenner got involved a lot more. 
and they kept not winning. And the chemistry of the Yankees from those early teams, because they had the core four, they had a lot of homegrown guys, that when George got involved and they started spending a bunch of money, that they weren't winning. And people seem to forget that. That, yes, the, the, the Yankees spend a ton of dough, and they make a ton of dough, but they spend a lot. But they weren't winning. With the core four and some other guys that were homegrown Yankees, they were winning a lot. They were winning a lot of World Series. Once they started bringing in all these 10, 12, 15 million guys, and then with, with A-Rod, who they didn't win with until 09, when they did bring in CC Sabathia and some guys who made a bunch of money, they weren't winning. And they haven't won since 09. I mean, George died in 2010, so that's whatever. You can say whatever you want. But they haven't won since 09. The, uh, it's a great documentary. I like that they... Uh, they talk about the disdain that you could see that we all knew that was there with uh, Jeter and A-Rod and how A-Rod was a, just a jealous, jealous guy when it came to that. Uh, the, the the way CC came in to bring that clubhouse together in 09 and the, the camaraderie that that team had, uh, it's done really well. I won't get, I won't bore you guys anymore with the details of the show. Go out and watch it, DVR, find it there, wherever you get to, whatever, however you get, I don't even know how to get it. This shows up on the antiques care of all that stuff because I'm, pretty technologically not very advanced. I'm surprised I get this podcast out there, but Jim does a lot of that for me. But anyways, watch watch the captain. Uh, even Like I said, even if you're not a Yankee fan, even if you're not a Jeter fan, I don't know how you couldn't be a Jeter fan. He's the greatest. Um, just a, a class guy. And the, the humor comes out a little bit, but the passion to win comes out a lot more. And how it, it that's the only reason why you play the game was to win. And, I, and that's what did a lot of. Anyways, we won't bore you guys anymore with more, any more Yankee talk. Uh, we'll get uh, on to something else here. But anyways, if you haven't heard already, it's a smooth sack summer. When you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you're skate from pubes to bum. That's right. This is summer to keep your balls cool while still looking hot with Manscaped, the leader in below-the-belt grooming and making sure we all have a ball this summer by giving our pant partners everything we need to stay fresh. Dive head at first into smooth sack summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off or free shipping using promo code 1420SCAPE. That's 1420SCAPE. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to prepare that summer body. Inside the package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose hit Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball, ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your, your goodies. The Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer includes a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology did i mention the summer is uh, the the trimmer's waterproof too beach lake or shower this razor will uh, devour through the strongest of pubes man that's a lot of reading uh manscaped even uh, threw in two free gifts the performance package 4.0 the manscaped bo- boxer briefs and the shed travel bag that will bring your comfort to level to a whole new comfort to a whole new level Wearing, are you wearing? I wear sandals all the time, so this is actually someone I might get. And I got some nasty feet. If you've ever seen my feet, they're nasty. Wearing sandy sandals with some nasty toenails during the summer months. Take a look at the Shears 2.0, a luxury nail grooming kit. This in, this kit includes stainless steel toe uh, nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors. With the performance package, your balls will be ready to impress. But make sure you you uh, cover the rest with Shears 2.0. Get 20% off in free shipping with promo code 1420sports at Manscaped or 1420skate at manscaped.com. That's 20% and free shipping with promo code 1420skate at manscaped.com. It's smooth sack summer, boys. Get on board or get left behind. Make sure you guys go. You don't got to get the 4.0 trimmer. You don't got to get the, uh, the, the, the nail clippers. 
They got all kinds of different stuff, deodorants and shirts and blah, blah. They got it all at manscaped.com. Make sure you use promo code 1420scape at manscaped.com today. One thing I got to do in the coming weeks ahead before this, uh, before the baseball season's over, uh, not over, but before it gets put to the, the back seat with the NFL football coming on, because that's what's, uh, what's going to happen right away. It's already starting with preseason football. But I want to get my uh, main man from the Fan of the Van podcast, Jim, on here. Uh, he's, man, he makes me laugh. He's got some good hot takes. I want to get to his thoughts on the home run chase. Where And uh, I want to get his thoughts on the Jeter documentary, too, because he's a huge Yankee fan, and I'm a big fan of his. So, uh, Jim, we'll have to hook up and do one of these shows when you get some free time. And I, because uh, I got a little bit, we'll get into that a little bit in a second here. But, um, Jim, I appreciate uh, you, all the shout-outs and retweets you do of our stuff, and we do the same. I listen to your show uh, faithfully. It's a couple times a week you get him out there. So, Fan in the Van podcast, he's on Spotify and everywhere you get your podcast. He's great. I retweet his stuff all the time. So, there's no reason to not listen to uh, to his show uh, throughout the day. It's it's quite good. It's a little 29 minute show, half an hour tops. And it's uh, quite, quite well, 29 or half an hour. What the fuck's the difference, Brent? Anyways, uh, been, as we all know, we talked about it up. Me and Dave did the other night on uh, our uh, our show that was uh, Trap tra- Slapped at Dan or, or his name Slapped at Danny's. Uh, we talked about the great man, uh, Ben Scully, who passed away at the age of 94, I think it was, uh, on, earlier this week. He, um, on August 2nd, he, uh, man, that guy's, he was, I wrote an article for Belly Up, and it's it's, it's on there now. Um, the next day, I, I I thought I should put something together. It's Have a read it when, when you get a chance. I'll give, give you a little cold notes version of it, because, um, Vin is the soundtrack of baseball, and I I don't know how or why or where I if I heard it it's Brent original who knows, but it couldn't be any it couldn't be any more of a a line or or, or the truth because Vin Scully could just talk about a baseball game like nobody else. He the way he could paint a picture, you wouldn't have to if it was on the radio. You, you just knew what was going on. If you hadn't ever been to Chavez Ravine where Dodger Stadium is located in Los Angeles, it, it's beautiful. The backdrop is beautiful. And Ben had a way of, of talking about that and describing it. And it, you, you just knew what you were getting with Ben. And he could, the way he would be, just flawlessly go from a, a an at-bat to telling a story about ice skating with Jackie Robinson or how he would uh, talk about the uh, the play at home plate with uh, Jackie Robinson again and Yogi Bear and how he would just flawlessly just go from one sentence to the next and he could just do it with ease. And he would do games by himself, which is unheard of in, in the baseball world. Um, he would just talk, and you, you wouldn't even have to have the game on. Uh, the thing I liked about Vin, especially, I was more of a, the thing, yeah, with Vin, you could, the 5 o'clock game was a Yankee game for me, and the 8 o'clock game is, is, a, is the Dodgers for me. And you could just get, you know, starting to barbecue and get everything going at night and, and uh, making supper, and you wouldn't have to, to sit and watch the game. Vin could tell stories and be poetic about it. And it was so fantastic to hear him do games he, right up until the, he retired. Like you'd see him shaking a little bit as he got a little bit older, but the, once you heard it's time for Dodger baseball, he was game on. And it was just phenomenal how he would do it. He had some of the greatest moments in sports in baseball history. You know, the Bill Buckner, the, the ball went between his legs 
the 88 home run, Kurt Gibson, we all know all about it. He, uh, he just had a, such a way with words. He was such a storyteller, came over from Brooklyn, and it's the only job he ever really had for 60, 67 years as the broadcaster for the, for the Los Angeles Do- Brooklyn Dodgers, then the LA Dodgers, obviously. I think he's the greatest Dodger ever. Like I said, some of uh, he called Hank Aaron's uh, record-breaking home run um, broke uh, uh, Babe. I'm just lost for words right now. All of a sudden, he broke uh, Babe Ruth's record. And he, if you watch the, the video, he talked about the uh, black man in the deep south. But there was a like he talked about the home run, and then he was quiet for four minutes and just let the crowd and the emotion of it take over. And just I don't know if he held the microphone up or how they did it, but you. You just got the feeling that Vin knew what he was doing, and there was a time to talk and a time to, to, to not talk. And he 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 nailed it every single every single time. He let the moment tell a story, and he was the best at it. Highly decorated Presidential Medal Medal of Freedom, Baseball Hall of Fame, and the like. He uh, he was the best. Vin, uh, I want to thank you for all baseball fans, all Dodger fans, er- everybody who's ever listened. Um, you when you heard Vin Scully's voice, you, you knew you were listening to baseball. And uh, Vin, like I said, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, an old, old, getting older, baseball fan. I uh, appreciate it so much. All, all you did, and uh, it was. It's been fun, even though you passed away this week. It was fun hearing all those memories that they were playing over and over and over. And I'm glad people got to, to uh, give you another send off at Dodger Stadium last night to uh, to give you the respect that you uh, you earned and deserve because you were uh, you're the best. And uh, like I said, it was it was great listening to all your interviews through uh or all your great recordings throughout the, the this past week since he passed away and, and brings back a lot of memories from my childhood to the old man that i became yesterday at the age of 48 uh on that note so thank you vin but anyways um on that note uh, i want to thank everybody uh, i had some time to reflect yesterday you know you, you turn you get a year older and your bones start to creak creak a little bit more here and there and you're you're doing things that uh, you don't normally do and you you care a little bit less about uh some thir- certain things in life uh since we got this thing going in the uh geez august 18th i think was the first time we did one of these things um in 2020 it was shortly after my our, our father passed away and uh perspective comes about a little bit more things get put into into a different view in life and uh yesterday turned the age of 48 uh got thinking about how things are actually pretty good um Started this podcast. Now I got Dave on a couple of times a week. I do a couple of one, at least one other show. There's foul tip stuff, and a lot of a lot of work goes into it. But it's something that I really enjoy. Um, a lot of clicking and tweeting and making videos and getting things on YouTube and, and just chatting things up and having different ideas to try to get our show out to the airways. And we, I want to thank everybody who's uh, been listening since day one, and then all, our, all the new listeners we got uh, recently. Uh, thanks to Belly Up for letting me uh, write some articles and get those out there. And a couple of them are closing in a, a thousand reads already. So thank you to everybody who's uh, who, who takes the time to read these articles. They're they're they're, uh, they're something they're they're a little tougher to do than I thought. You got to click on some different things to get the uh, this and that and some information. I, I didn't even know how to get them out there, but I've been learning learning as we go. And I'm kind of proud of myself for getting that stuff done. I uh, basically, and I got in the umpiring thing again. I've been doing my, my last game of the regular season. WCBL is tonight, and we got some playoff games coming up. But th- that's been a lot of fun. So on my birthday, of course, where did I go to a to a ball game last night? But I just got to sit and watch the game that I uh, that I enjoy and love. And at uh, Spit Stadium here in Lethbridge, which was Henderson Stadium, I've been going there since I was five, six years old. With my grandfather, so it's been a, a a huge part of my life going there. But 
I basically uh, started a new career at the age of 48 doing this podcast stuff and the writing stuff and everything else where we got some other things on the go and uh, hopefully this thing can can grow into not a media media conglomerate by any means that's a pretty lofty goal but it's uh it's a lot of fun i want to thank everybody who listens reads retweets laughs and jokes with us and, and shares the show with people i want to thank uh, deanne especially for uh, allowing me this uh the opportunity to do this from the down the basement i spent a lot of time down here and i don't get to see her as much as she'd like or that I'd like either, but I'd like to thank her for everything she'd done. I'd like to thank my brother for, uh, you know, for giving me a pat in the back and send a kick in the, instead of a kick in the pants and my mom for, for supporting me. And she laughs about it. And she's very, very happy that I'm doing something like this. And people are uh, quite supportive in there. It's, it's, I want to thank everybody who listened to the show. Like I said, it's, uh, it's been a, a great ride so far and you know what, but we got uh, bigger things on the horizon. I got some ideas in my head. So make sure you guys are talking to people about the show we put a lot of work into it, but make sure you guys talk to people about the show. Tweeting and Facebook, it, it helps, but it's word of mouth that gets it out there. So thank you very much, everybody. I'll get off the subject right now, and I don't want to start everybody crying or saying I'm being a sap. But uh, once again, it was a great show today. I, I enjoyed getting this out there. Uh, I tried to get it out yesterday, but I would end up being a blubbering idiot for some reason. Not a blubbering idiot, but just rambling on about God knows what. It didn't really line up, and so I told Jim to, to get rid of it. That's what I got to thank, too. Jim, thank you very much for making this sound good, putting your music to it. Poser, his his uh, EPs out there, so make sure you guys listen to Poser. I'll retweet that later on today. But Jim, thank you for taking the time. You listen to this more than anybody does. You got to listen to it without uh, without your music. You add music, and you make sure it's done done uh, quite well. So you probably listen to it three times every time we, we me and Dave start flapping our lips, and when I start flapping my lips as well, like I'm kind of doing now. Anyways, the fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast, Formula Sports Talk, and a whole lot more. And foul tips, weekend baseball edition of the uh, of the show. And remember, everybody. Smart people bunch. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.